boom, hot off the press. Got some terrible news. How do you actually pronounce this? Is it Jussie? Not that I really care. Ladies and gentlemen, Jussie Smollett found guilty of lying to police. I can list off a few of the people who are surprised right now. Joe Biden, Barack Obama, Kamala Harris, and any other Democrat. The entire Don Lemon. Yeah, and Don, I don't know. Yeah, Don Lemon was. Uh, he was texting him, wasn't he? Yeah. Didn't it come out that he was texting, him, trying to write well, to but Dave? Well, to, to be fair, him? like they, they say that Don Lemon texted him and said they're on to you. Yeah, everybody was already on to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, was he talking about his previous date or his next date was on to him? <laughs> or was he talking about the dudes were on? Yeah, I, I was in a comment section a while back, and somebody had made reference to the time that Don Lemon. Asked if that Malaysian Airlines flight that disappeared could have could have went into a black hole, to which I retorted, "There's probably a lot of penises that went missing in his black hole." <laughs> you can't edit it out. It's just it's it's that's good humor. He's he's gay, really, and black. It's day. Look, it's just but that's weird though. These two celebrity uh, anyway. Juicy Smollett has been found guilty of lying to police about a robbery and hate crime he had staged against himself, bringing an end to a case that shocked the, the country and political world when the Empire actress false accusation first emerged. No, no, nobody was shocked. Yeah. The, like, the, the, Kamala Harris, uh, I wrote down some of her quotes, an attempted modern-day lynching. No one should have to fear for their life because of their sexuality or color of their skin. They shouldn't, and they don't. And they don't, <laughs> yeah. So, because uh, that doesn't happen because the only hate crimes that occur... Are fake ones. They're, uh, they're stage ones, just like freaking Bubba Wallace. Like, yes, yeah. We oh, there's a noose. Nuts, nuts <laughs> in every garage. It's just a pull for your for, for your freaking door, like for your roll up door. It's the the thing that's so a noose. Uh, sickening about all of these uh, is the way people clamor, and that's what they call what what what's the the term the stupid. <laughs> Uh, virtue signaling. So, it, it like in NASCAR, all those clowns like walk down the track, and like Bubba Wallace knew what that was. He knew it wasn't a noose. Like, and I remember watching an interview with him. He was like, his like somebody from the pit crew called and was like, Bubba, don't come down here. I I don't want to tell you what it is, but it's a noose. <laughs> So they had the FBI on that with the quickness yeah. too. It's important stuff. I mean, where where would you rather the FBI fixate and, and concentrate their their time? I mean, honestly, what better? I mean, what better way to spend your time than on a staged fake hate crime? Well, I I just the way they all gathered around and walked around the track and uh, solidarity, solidarity. Yeah, yeah like uh, the yeah, yeah, and it's. It's just a coincidence that he was driving the Black Lives Matter car. It's half black, and then, oh, somebody put a noose there. And somebody did put a noose there. Him. Or, actually, so it was a garage pool that was been tied for years or whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's yeah. that was the conclusion that they yeah. came to. It's like, Which, yeah, it's there's the same one, like, one garage door down. It's got one also. And then if you go down another one, it's... Yeah, and in either direction, it, they have them too. So and they use them to pull the doors down. And then the the mainstream media tried to pad it and, and pretend that uh, that you know it, it was still a noose, even though it was a door pull. It, it was still a noose. So where you kind of both right? No, you're wrong. 
<laughs> it was there the whole time. There's pictures from a year prior. It was still there. It had nothing to do with that guy when somebody else was using the same garage and, and all that. But with uh, with Smollett and all, all of these, like, so like Mark Dice had a really good video. I think it came out today or yesterday. And the and I would implore our, vis, our listeners to look up Mark Dice on YouTube. And the title of that video was It Happens All the Time. And so he goes through, it was about 30 of the most recent, and none of them are that old. So, like, he wouldn't go back as far as the Duke lacrosse or even to the Kavanaugh hearings. These are all pretty much from the last year, some maybe out to the two-year mark. But it's about 30 of them inside of that time span. And every time the culprit of all these racist, sexist, anti-gay, anti-Muslim, anti-black, quote-unquote hate crimes, was a Trump supporter. Like, we're so bad, so deplorable, so racist, such white supremacists, you can't name one singular instance where anything like that's actually happened. And the people, just like this case right here, are so stupid. It reminds me, like, the crimes that take place, the quote-unquote crimes, are always like something, like, from a... like a cheesy 80s, like Chips Patrol. Like, it's like something you would see on <laughs> Chips. Like, <laughs> well, hey, black people, I hang a noose on the garage door. Like, it's just, this is so predictable. Like, how, and so the way, like, black comedians will, will like, make fun of white people, the way they talk, like, you really don't know us. Like, we don't do this. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I, I, don't, I just don't get it. it. It confuses me, dude, but... The uh, Kamala Harris, I guess her tweet is still up from when she said it was a modern day lynching, and it was a modern day lynching by two people paid thirty five hundred dollars with a shoestring, and they put it around his neck for a modern day lynching that were he also paid, black. Yeah, he he bought, but the thing the thing is to be fair, he paid for that modern day lynching. So yeah. they had video footage of them like at a hardware store buying things. To stage a fake hate crime. And then there was video of them doing a dry run as well. So, <laughs> you're busted dead Does to rights. anybody think that Chicago is, quote-unquote, MAGA country? It's not. I mean, does anybody get that confused? Especially in the wee hours of the morning with snow on the ground. Yeah. And sub-zero temperatures. Or sub-freezing, at least, MAGA anyway. country. <laughs> we don't like your top run here now. Go on, get. <laughs> and the thing is, so. like, dude, I, I voted for Trump. I ne- I had zero idea that a show called Empire even existed, much less the actors w- that would play on no. that show. So, like, are you that gay N word? That no, no. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you people are so disconnected from reality, and it's just like with Alec Baldwin, you play make believe for a living. You're just disconnected from reality. You don't know how real, just like he let last week with his family, you don't know how, you don't interact with regular white people. Like, and the thing is, it's bad because you have the preconceived notion of what people that voted for Trump are, and it's completely, totally, a million percent, totally off base. It's based on the media that you're immersed in. Then you've got this false sense of importance because you're on some kind of B-listed like, I mean, honestly, I'm the same way as you. Like, I'm not, Empire wasn't made, that show wasn't made for me. Like, it wasn't. So, and therefore, I don't watch it. Yeah. And it's like, it's some piddly podunk show. And you think that from somehow or another that people recognize you. I wouldn't, if before all of this happened, if I would have passed that guy on the street, it's like, yeah, that's that's a guy. Like, nobody well, knows who you are. Like, <laughs> there's a fruit biscuit. <laughs> 
I mean, honestly, like, oh, hey, was that a, was that Juicy Smollier? Like, no, nobody's walking down the street saying that because you're not that important. But in his mind, like, maybe That's, he thinks, like, they're thinking there's that gay N-word. Yeah, but you're, but you're not that important. Like, you're not an A-list actor. You're not sure. somebody that somebody would recognize. Like, Yeah, you're not somebody that people would be like, they're doing this with their phones in the coffee shop. Now, if somebody walked by Denzel Washington, like... That's an actor. That's what an actor looks like. I would recognize Denzel. Will Smith. Yeah. The Rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, there's those people. So, Paul Hogan. Juicy Smollier. Not so much, buddy. Like <laughs> Captain Kurt. Right? What? What did he play in? <laughs> hey, you mentioned Alec Baldwin. You know, I think his uh I think his interview worked because all of his other Hollywood friends were tweeting and they were really, really oh, tweeting some support. Yeah, I mean, he got all kinds of support <laughs> from that. Oh, we love you, all that kind of stuff. That's uh, he's got all kinds of reactions from that. We feel sorry for you. Sorry you had to go through that. You know. Yeah, I'm sorry you had to point that gun. I'm that person sorry you a put a bullet through a lady. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's weird how that works. He got but, all that sympathy he was looking for. Well, that that was one of the things those uh, I mentioned. Uh, Camilla Harris's words on on Juki Smollett or whatever his name is, and so when the the Jacob Blake guy in Wisconsin that was reaching for the knife that got shot, the, the, I want to say it was her and Joe Biden, but at least her went. I think they went to visit with that guy's family, and and so he was he already had a restraining order for um, sexual assault, if I'm not mistaken, against his baby mama who was there, who's the one that actually called the law at that at, at that. Um, yeah, it was like an apartment complex. Yeah, and uh, which is the whole thing that sparked sparked the stupid protest where the uh, where Rittenhouse killed the pedophile. But it's they always jump to these conclusions, even when every single time they're they're very predictable. And it's funny too because Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr. called this like anybody with a half a brain knew from the onset that this is complete nonsense. People don't behave like this. And if maybe your movies would be better if you people got back out into reality and actually interacted with real people at some point, but I'm I'm happy that the guy's guilty. I hope I, I I'm skeptical, but I I would hope that the punishment, which and man, I just got through talking to my wife because there's a, there's a I don't know if you watch Yellowstone, but my that's like talks about it all the time. Yeah, and everybody does. Like I think everybody knows somebody that's watched it. It's like it's a huge show, and and obviously. Like I said, it's it's got a big following, all that good stuff. So, but I was talking, I was talking to my wife because another there was another series, and I think we talked about it on here just a little bit. Squid Game that was on Netflix, and I was like, man, I hear everybody talking about these two shows, and what the what are these shows? It it's not what they have, it's what they don't have, and they don't have a bunch of nonsense virtue signaling stuff in it. They they're not. It's just a show to be a show. It's not a show that's pushing a narrative. It's not a show that has like that that's pushing a, a homosexual agenda or has to have a gay character somewhere in there. Yeah, like it's just a show, and it just makes sense because all of the characters aren't like there's no token character that you have to throw in there to make, uh, you know, to make it work, and then and then write around that character. So it's like. And these are both shows that, like, I think that uh, Squid Game did phenomenal on Netflix. Yeah. 
I know like, I've heard a lot about that Yellowstone show. Yeah, like why? Why do you why, why do you people keep trying to why do you keep trying to shove nonsense down everybody's throat when you see that the stuff that doesn't contain that that agenda does better. Well, they can't stop. And the Chinese influence and the amount of Chinese ownership in Hollywood as far as physical property and then rights, there it's is communism. I've said it like what they referred to as a color war for a very long time. But you would just think monetarily that you see these things doing better. You see these ratings are higher. Yeah, but like, what's more important to people pushing an agenda, profit or propaganda? I th- and I think that's what it boils down to. I don't know. Maybe I just... I, I thought I had it all figured out because I figured they would boil it down to profit. You would think. But but maybe commies don't always care about profit. They care about control. <laughs> this is Common Man's Common Sense, where common people won't be silenced so that stupid people won't be offended. Are going to win. get pissed together <laughs> I got, may as well i got nothing else going on <laughs> well i've got just a clip for you <laughs> looks like reverses already planned blows up there are millions got to back that up baby just don't get on the grass you're no kidding uh i do think that our listeners should know that last week captain reverso did reverse off the driveway again he made a lot of progress but he relapsed he's working <laughs> he's working on it uh the good news is the grass hadn't come in yet, so no damage done. Well, in Florida, Bermuda grass is so bountiful. Here's the thing. We're going to listen to Judas Pence. Uh, and and, and the, the, this, 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 yeah. He got his 30 pieces of silver. <laughs> he, he really did. And uh, the, this uh, is somebody that, that attended the peaceful rally portion on uh, January 6th, which it was really all pretty peaceful. So, uh, anyway, uh, this this butthole in that day hold extra special uh, crappy meaning for me, and uh, and and the one reason I, I wanted to, to do this is, and I don't I don't know anybody that's going to fall for this, but I, the Republican Party is always is doing exactly what the Republican Party always does. And in fact, I was reading an article the other day on PJ Media, and that it was linked into some of the aggregate sites that are better that, that I do read. but um, And go, lo and behold, Common Man's Common Sense um, used the comment section. I was the o- first and only comment, and they moderated it. <laughs> and so, but they were just talking about how there was no election fraud and we need to do what's good for the party. What they were referring to specifically was um, Purdue, who lost the Senate race in Georgia, is going to challenge Kemp, the rhino governor, for the, and they're like, oh, this is bad for the party. The people, it is not my obligation to care what is good for your stupid political party. I couldn't care less about the health and um, viability and long-term durability of the Republican Party. I care about good good candidates and people that don't suck, that aren't backstabbing rat cons. And there seems to be a gargantuan shortage of those inside the Republican Party and a surplus of people like Dan Crenshaw, who also made a bunch of knucklehead, more knucklehead comments this week. But we're not talking about Dan Crenshaw. We're talking about Judas Pence. So this is what he had to say in an interview with, uh, who was a CBN. And I have seen each other since January 6th. I got to tell you, my inbox blows up. There are millions of folks who are angry at you uh, within the MAGA movement. 
who say they wanted you to reach some sort of middle ground, maybe kick this back to the state legislatures, not, not to just to look at the envelope and say, I'm going to throw it out. That's not what they're saying. They're saying there was a middle ground here to send it back to the state legislatures. You didn't do that. Uh, people have called you a traitor. I, I need you to respond to these folks because this is a consistent thing that I hear every single day. That's interesting, David. As I travel around the country, I've been very moved mm -hmm. at the level of support that I've been met with, whether it be college campuses or campaigning for candidates around the country. And ours is a movement that cherishes the Constitution. And for me, January 6th was a tragic day. Thanks to the efforts of law enforcement, we quelled the violence, we ended the riot. But on that same day, we reconvened the Congress and finished our work under the Constitution of the United States and the laws of this country. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that there weren't irregularities in the election. Mm -hmm. On January 6, I said that I believe there were irregularities about which I was concerned. Mm -hmm. And I wanted them to have a fair hearing before the Congress. But from the founding of this nation forward, it's been well established that elections are to be governed at the state level. Mm -hmm and that the only role the Congress has is to open and count the electoral votes that are submitted by states across the country. Mm -hmm. No more and no less than that. Mm -hmm. And you know, in January of 2017, I took an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. The Bible says in Psalm 15 that he keeps his oath even when it hurts. Mm -hmm. And on that day, I could relate to that sentiment, but I wanted to keep my oath to the Constitution, regardless of the concerns that I'm glad to see many states addressing now sure. with reforms from Georgia to Texas to Arizona and states across the country with more work to be done in election reform and election integrity. Mm -hmm. I know in my heart of hearts that on that day, we did our duty under the Constitution. No regrets, no regrets on that day. But, but let me say this, I, yeah. I, I don't know if President Trump and I will ever see eye to eye on that day, mm. uh, or that many of our most ardent supporters mm. will That's agree enough. with my decision. So working backwards, many of, quote, our most ardent supporters, uh, sir, you don't have any supporters. And so there's been, um, I've seen multiple videos of him getting booed, um, righteously booed. And, and, I think I didn't get to the point. I think I started rambling. I just think people need to be aware of the tactics that they routinely employ, and this is one of them, trying to reinsert him back in to the national narrative if is so that they could use him. They don't want – the Republican Party itself does not want anything to do with anything Donald Trump. And so what what they're, they're attempting to do and will ultimately fail is rebrand and repackage this guy is and, and like I said with these local talk talk radio hosts and this is just this is my opinion but when they're saying somebody like Trump without the bombast which is not that doesn't exist but there was just one and only and he's the, he's the one guy that tried to do what he said he was going to do in the face of heavy resistance this dude's none, none of those things but when he, he's asking him to, to address it, you know, that's one of the things I've talked about before. And, and I think that, that I was scoffed at in some aspects, like 
talking about just emailing these people like that guy got enough emails to 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 confront him with that. Everybody wanted to see what your little punk answer would be for for being the milk toast, limp wristed pacifist establishment shill paid off con. They they wanted to see what you would say after what you did. Like you're you're an absolute disgrace. You've got no spine. You're a sellout and you're a backstabber. And the and how can I say that? Uh, uh, how can I say it? Easy. He just said. Oh, was was there improprieties? Was was there irregularities? Oh yeah, I believe there was. And they they deserved a hearing, but I've got this obligation. So what is your obligation to a, a, a an actual? What is the Constitution if elections aren't fair and and vice versa? You know what I mean? So absolutely, you're you're wrong. You made you made a terrible call, but. You you made a terrible call for the American people for your personal finances. I'm sure because you're you're going to sit here and quote a Bible verse, and after you did what you did, but mind you, we quelled the violence. No 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 no, you were whisked away, and you ran down on the little tram. The, you know you were hiding from people like an unarmed 120 pound female that was shot down in cold blood. You were hiding from people like that. You were hiding from the people that wanted to demand accountability and for you to 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 do it they thought you were supposed to do, but you didn't want to face those people. The obligation was to the people, not to, not, not to the shills. You sat there, quote a Bible verse, but you were shaking hands after you did what you did. And we've talked about before the coin pass off. You're shaking hands with Nancy Pelosi. These, these bona fide baby killers that, that love abortion. Yet you're going to sit here and quote Bible verses and you please them. You, those people, can we, is it a debate that the Democrats and their agenda are completely evil? And you're going to turn around and shake hands with those evil, rotten pit vipers and sit here and quote Bible verses. And I've, always, I've said this for a long time. Um, politicians that wear their Christianity on their sleeve like he just did, in my estimation, in my opinion, in my observation, nine times out of ten, you're a complete fraud. And he's That's ha- not just politicians. That goes for majority of people. He's a plastic fraud. He always was a plastic fraud. I always had a bad feeling about the dude. So don't fall for it when when they repackage this idiot. But but what I was saying though, the, as far as the emailing, if people never stopped emailing about election fraud, if they, if everybody had never stopped, they they would be forced to eventually do something. So that guy alone, you hear I me? Mean, I, I get how, however many emails he quantified there about, every day. He said that's what I'm saying. Like if everybody did that to their to their senators, their house reps. Because look at the polling for the Biden administration. It's completely in the toilet. But people are just so disenfranchised and so disconnected. Um, and and the, the mainstream media still has the ability to influence them so heavily. There's there's no cohesive, interconnected movement. And But if that was the case, they the Republican Party would have to adhere to the will, to the will of the people. But when people are only voting every two and every four years, that's why they're worried about the vitality of the party itself and not and just one of many reasons that, that they're they're concerned just about the health of the party, their their finances, their careers as career politicians and not the will of the people. And and this is exactly what they're trying to do with this this absolute turd. They're trying to polish this scumbag rat backstabbing turd. And I'll, I'll, if if the option was him or Kamala Harris, for example, I I ain't voting for Mike Pence. 
And it, I mean, is any, I mean, is anybody with me? I ain't doing it. I'm not, I, dude. I'll sit at home. You, and you can you can shove the Republican Party right up your ass. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that that's what's not good for the party. That's that's just bad for the party. Oh well. <laughs> Sorry about your luck. Yeah, my favorite part is when he said we were uh, we were able to reconvene and finish our work. Yeah. Look, let's not sit around and pretend like you guys know what work looks like. <laughs> Amen. To no, that. You, you didn't finish any kind of work. Like, and and we've talked about it before. Like, if 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 the current administration and we've talked about it too with government uh, shutdowns. Like, if you guys would just quit doing what you call work. You'd make this country a lot better for a lot more folks. Absolutely. Yeah, whatever it is that you call work, somehow or another, the blue-collar man always ends up on the bottom end of it. Absolutely. And and I was actually saying that to someone today as far as the complete incompetence and corruption of the current administration. If we're able to go to work every day and still do the things that we do, in spite of everything they're doing negatively impacting the country, what do we need you people for again? When you look at Kamala Harris, like you, you are completely and totally incompetent. What? Why? Why would I trust you for anything? What do we need you to do? You, you can't figure out. And like I said before, if you can't figure out a way to sleep and have sex with a problem to conquer it, you're you're out your wheelhouse. That's that's you're a one trick pony. You slept. You're literally like a prostitute. You slept with people to get to where you are. Willie Brown, look it up. No, allegedly. <laughs> you talking about downtown Willie Brown? Downtown Willie Brown. Look it up. So the thing is, the the you people can't. I can't really say it any more eloquently than Rex did. You people are a hindrance, a massive hindrance. You're you're working against us day in and day out. Um, and I, I refuse to stand for it, dude. Like I will not vote for that crap. Like I'll never vote for this idiot. And I. He won't make it that far. That I think, and, and there's going to be a way that the Republican Party repackages him to and try to employ him in the future. They, they're not done trying to use Mike Pence, yeah. but it's everybody's duty to make. Like, oh, your constitutional obligation. My constitutional obligation is to ensure that you never get elected to any office ever again. You're a you're a absolute dirtbag rat sack of shit, dude. But Screw I think you. The, that what you were talking about with with politicians that do wear their Christianity on their sleeve, I think that appeals to a lot of people. Um, I mean, right, wrong, or indifferent. I think there's a lot. There would be a lot of people that that look at him and say, you know what? Yeah, I, th- I think he is. He's a he's a good moral, ethical uh, type guy, and we, we just need to forgive and forget. And he's a he's a Christian. He was doing it for the greater good. I I guarantee you, there's there's more people out there that would vote for that guy than you think. Yeah, there's a lot of naive people like that that would, you yeah. know, just like the whole vaccine thing. They're just like the whole. People, oh yeah, you know they're right. I need to take this vaccine. I mean, it's gonna, yeah, it's the best thing for me. You know, people are are dying walking to the car for blood clots, but you know because of blood yeah. clots. But I still need to get it, and it's gonna save grandma. Yeah, I mean, soccer players are you know the best in phenomenal shape. They're falling over on the soccer field, but I need to get. A lot of people just aren't aware of that information, which yeah. we'll have some stuff on that in a little bit. But and that's why I'm covering this. If there's anybody that that uh, thinks Mike Pence is a good guy, Mike Pence is a sack of crap. Don't vote for Mike Pence. He sucks. What's next? So this week, um, Joe Biden laid waste to Russian President Vladimir Putin, and th- <laughs> this is this is acceptable language. He made him his bitch. He looked him in the eye. We saw the video of him waving like a bungling moron. 
And so if you don't believe it, here is his national security advisor. What was he waving? I didn't see it. So they, they only allowed a short clip yeah. because everything's on the up and up. It's, it's all good. They couldn't show it just for security reasons. Uh, but, yeah, his microphone was actually off, and he's just – dude, Joe Biden, everybody knows. So this this – Because when you say waving like a like a bungling moron, <laughs> I, I think back to that clip of Forrest Gump uh-huh. when he's like he's, – he's standing on a boat, and he goes sailing by and sees Lieutenant Dan, and he's like, yeah. he's doing this. No, no. And then was, just jumps off the boat. It was no. less that and more like Happy Gilmore at the end when he looked back, when he got Grandma's house back, and the alligator and Chubbs were standing like <laughs> – <laughs> like it was more like that. <laughs> like it was just really dumb. And so, and again, I, I know I apologize to the listeners. This isn't earth shattering news, but Joe Biden is obviously completely lost. He's his brain is fried, and so that's why they couldn't show it. But since they can't, uh, his uh, national security advisor is going to tell you what happened. So let's listen. What what are the strong economic measures, and how are they different from the ones you put on Russia in 2014, which didn't deter Russia from taking Crimea? Why will what are they, and why do you think they'll work better this time? I will look you in the eye and tell you, as President Biden looked President Putin in the eye and told him today that things we did not do in 2014, we are prepared to do now. Now, in terms of the specifics. We would prefer to communicate that directly to the Russians, to not negotiate in public, to not telegraph our punches, but we are laying out for the Russians in some detail the types of measures that we have in mind. We are also coordinating very closely with our European allies on that at a level of deep specificity. We have experts from the Treasury. And so all of that is is has fallen apart as of today. They're just making concession after concession. And we remember when you took the sanctions off that pipeline into Germany initially at the very beginning, he's talking about economic sanctions. You really don't have a whole lot left on the table. Plus, when you're talking about not telegraphing your punches, little late for that. Um, and the, re- the, the real reason, because I am a childish, immature uh, punk, and I just really wanted to say that he probably did look Putin in his eye. Right in the brown eye. <laughs> that's the only the, that's the only eye you stare down as you were about to his salad. So yeah, is that okay? I I edited myself. I said he was going to his salad. <laughs> Can you not say that? I mean, dude, and I got to remind the listeners: this is a show that gets kicked off YouTube pretty yeah. pretty regularly, yeah, often. <laughs> Good point. So, so hey, anybody and- that's listening, I just want you guys to know that if you're listening to us, we're getting kicked off YouTube. We're doing something right around this place. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what I say every time that we get kicked off YouTube. It's like we're doing something right. Oh, thank God. That, and that being the case, look, dude. We get kicked off every week at YouTube. Yeah. We, keep, yeah. we keep trying, but they oh, and, yeah. and look, Here's the thing, dude. We're working really hard, putting this awesome content on there, and they're just deleting it. So they don't even bother sending emails anymore. They just kick us off. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, he already knows. <laughs> So, so yeah, I think Toss's salad's going to be just fine. <laughs> Which my, I already know. Son, what is, what's Toss salad? So I'm going to have to explain all that. Like, just tell him to Google it. Son, what's... And, and Toss my salad, uh, and I can't remember if it came from the same documentary as Hold My Pocket. So, yeah. See, like, you know it's funny when Reverso laughs. Yeah. So... Hang on, let's zero in and hear that laugh. <laughs> Well, it's got to be genuine. He can't do a fake one. Uh, <laughs> now, now he's shy. He's bashful. So, yeah, he uh, he stared straight into his brown eye uh, right before <laughs> I 
toss a salad. So, but dude, come on. Go ahead, Joe. Give her a toss. <laughs> and you can tell, too, when he's doing the, the, the moron wave, it, it, it's like um, it was so patronizing that, that, that Vladimir Putin had to play along. Like, he just had a look on his face like, oh, this is a stupid bastard. Like, <laughs> Which there's no way, because what really happened was as soon as the cameras cut off, they took Joe Biden. Like, okay, you go over here, and they had probably had some ice cream waiting, and put somebody to wipe his butt. And uh, they put whoever is in charge sat down and had the conversation. <laughs> and that's, like I've said so many times before, oh, the adults are back in charge. Really, where the where are they? Where the are they? You know what I'm saying? So. Which I know and they've been talking about the whole deal with, I guess, Russia is trying to take over Ukraine. And they're talking about, you know, taking military mil- action. Yeah, military action. It's as far as sending troops. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the Ukraine, which Tucker Carlson did something that was pretty funny on that that was just talking about the borders, like we'll send troops all the way over to Ukraine to defend something that's not our interest, um, but we won't send our own troops down to the border uh, to do because it and and he made a pretty good case as far as how borders are you know they're they're these uh you know the it's we've got to have borders you know like the Ukraine you can't have Russia invading it like. But there again, that that on the on the flip side of that coin, it doesn't matter if you're here in America. So we don't need borders. It's all kumbaya and whatnot. And, and yeah, that's that's the thing when you're saying it's not our interest. Yeah, it's not our interest. But the politicians like Liz Cheney and all these other warmongers that war profiteer, which is pretty plainly obvious by now, they they have plenty of interest in getting involved. Obviously. I, I don't know the the basic mechanics or you know of, of how all that works and how exactly they war profiteer, but they're doing it for a reason, and it ain't got nothing to do with any of us. So, but they'll they'll be more than happy to do what they did in Afghanistan, which um you know the media doesn't touch anymore, and and allow uh, allow good people to die for no damn good reason at all, so they can do whatever it is they do. And why is it that they're lined up poised to do that? You guys have to constantly have some kind of conflict going on somewhere else. And with the Democrats, you know, they were like the anti-war, you know, and leading up to the election of Barack Obama, which it was fake. Like, they're all in this together. And again, you had bipartisan congressional approval to go into if Afghanistan, if, and bear with me on my, my recollection, was first in 2002 and Iraq in 2003. But even still... Again, we, and I could actually play the audio clip of the Democrats leading up to the invasion of Iraq, all saying, and John Kerry, Sandy Berger, Nancy Pelosi, Hillary Clinton, um, plenty of them were all on record saying that the intelligence showed that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. So the, to, for them to, to later on try to morph and change and say that, that they didn't want to do that, they, they, they absolutely did, and it's easily provable through a variety of audio slash video clips of them saying so before the invasion took place. And so, and this just shows you what these people are made of. They're, they're all warmongers and they'll, they'll never stop doing this if people don't intercede. And the thing is, you know, uh, where all did Barack Obama get involved? Libya. Um, it, there's, there's three right off the top of my head that my, yeah, I know the whole Benghazi thing took place under his, under his regime. And so, uh, and also dad will call and tell me what all, all those were when he listens to this, then I'll know. But, uh, <laughs> so anyway, 
that this is just what they do. And so, but Donald, Donald Trump was the one to dial it back. And now he's, Donald Trump's a bad guy for the way Joe Biden pulled out in, in their rhetoric. So yeah, man, it's, it's, it's bananas, but I just wanted to get a a click off my uh, brown eye comment. What's next? So up next, we've got a, another, another cringeworthy vaccine song. So, and by a comedian, yeah, by another quote unquote late night comedian. So, this time, uh, which last time it was Clown Shoe Colbert, and so this time it's Clown Shoe Fallon, mm-hmm. which, and both of them, like you guys pose as comedians, and like I know Fallon, like he dabbled in acting and whatnot uh, earlier in his career, and then started the show, which, and honestly, early on, I didn't think the show was that bad, but anymore i mean most of the folks on mainstream tv you're hacks and i mean the only reason you have that show is because you're hacks so but if you didn't think it could get any more cringy than the first one (laughs) to remind the, the the listeners the first one was colbert with the people dressed up in the syringes yeah pro vaccine yes and they took they were saying back uh vaccine which it wasn't even remotely catchy but yeah. to that song Tequila. Yeah. And they tequila. were just <laughs> saying vaccine. So But this one right here, it's uh this is all about getting your boosters, guys. What's up, y'all? It's Megan Thee Stallion, Ariana Grande, and Jimmy Fallon. Y'all know what time it is. You pause up. It's time to- <laughs> Why is she talk why is she talking like I said the other day, like they get vaccinated. The way the the footballs are talking when they talk about getting vaccinated. Does anybody know who Megan the Stallion is? I don't know. Yes, yeah, the bimbo talking. I've literally <laughs> never heard of that. I she, haven't she's on the commercial for Popeye's chicken. Is she? Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Ironically, yeah. I thought that was one of those off color. For the listeners, Reverso has a very dark, morbid humor, and a lot of the stuff he says is off the wall and has to be edited out. So sometimes we're we're a little confused. Yeah, I'm, most was, of the time I am. That was kind of that was kind of borderline. So like, that's like, are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> that really happened. Megan the Stallion is in a Popeyes commercial. Is she eating chicken? Is she fat? No, she has a hottie. It's called hottie sauce or something. It's a dipping sauce. Is she hot? Okay. Oh. Is that a is that I, a maybe? We're not sure. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. Why is your tongue hanging out of your mouth? All right. Because the chicken sounds good. It. To get those boosters. <laughs> <laughs> the boosters. It was a last Christmas. We stayed in the house. We covered our nose and covered our mouths. But it's Christmas time. We'll be in line for a booster. Oh, oh. It was a last Christmas. We opened a zoom. I can only get Wi Fi in the laundry room. Oh my god, that's plenty. So, last Christmas was a masked Christmas. We covered our nose and covered our mouth. It, I mean, yeah, I got news for you, Fallon. I, I didn't. Yeah, we just had Christmas yeah. like normal folks. And we had a bunch of people together, too. Yeah. You know, I'm and I meant to look before... Uh, to see if the comments were available on that, uh, that stupid cheesy video, and see if you can give it a dislike because I challenge no, they, everybody to. They can't. You you can't see dislikes anymore. 
Oh, you can't? No, they took that completely off YouTube. Wow. And so and and so when you're losing the game, you just you just so they it. started out with the White House. The the White House, they the YouTube was going in. There was a way to look at the actual dislikes whenever uh, the fake president first took office. And so don't let me go too far out of the way. But to recap kind of historically how this happened with online discourse, Yahoo News, uh, a lot of people have Yahoo Mail. My personal email is Yahoo Mail. Um, so Yahoo News would have all these leftist articles when you try to access your mail over a desktop. Um, and then... The comments, I mean, the, the articles are always the term ratio. There'll be more more dislikes than likes. And so they removed the comment section because the comment sections never went the way they wanted them to go. So they, boom, they completely removed it. So we're temporarily removing those. And that's, I would say that's probably been a year ago. It's still no comment section. YouTube has just taken away the ability to, to, to visibly, you can dislike a video, but they will not publicly display the amount of dislikes. Uh -huh. And so, and again, it's all coercion. There's, and it's easy to to discount that as, are we looking at, what's is this the chick? Yeah. And what's her name again? Megan the, St the Stallion. The Stallion. She's got fake boobs. I wonder what she looks like with no makeup. So obviously there's a Probably lot of. Probably a stallion. Isn't a stallion a male <laughs> horse? Does, yeah. Yes, it is. Interesting. Interesting. Wait, yeah. wait a minute. We don't even know what gender the stallion I know. is. So exactly. That's gracious. what I'm saying. I'm looking at the comment section right now, and it, it which you have people in there wondering. It says, "What's the uh, what do you think the dislike ratio is?" <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you have you ever watched that show Black Mirror. No, never heard of it. I, Sounds racist. I, <laughs> no, I don't think it is, but it says the reason Black Mirror isn't making a new season is because we're living in one right now. So like all of the comments and there, there's some that say, you know, it's a coincidence that they, uh, they get rid of the dislike button, which the button's there. But like you said, you can't see how many people have disliked yeah, it, but no, that's, there's no coincidence. There. Yeah. It's like, completely terrible. This is all, this is all coercion. It's all by design. It's all calculated. And so the, and just like we've talked about in so many other facets, they make, they want to make you feel a certain way. And like I continue to say, I've said many times in the past, Rush Limbaugh, before he died, after they stole the election, he was very adamant about the fact that they're, the, the coercion tactics they're using to make you feel like you're the only one, be it the vaccine or, or whatever the case may be. And what you, you know, the, the like to dislike, they want you to feel like the minority. We are absolutely, the majority of the country feels the same way we do. And new people are joining that every day. Let's go, Brandon and F. Joe Biden didn't take off like complete wildfire. Like, it, I can't think of an, a, a, an analogy that would indicate fire spread that fast. Like, it spread faster than anything I can describe. Why? Because the whole country knows that it's all BS. And but with this, and this is obviously here another form of coercion and propaganda. As cheesy and terrible as it may be, this to me is hilarious. Only in the sense that it's indicative of how desperate they've become. Yeah, this is this is outlandishly ridiculous, and which they try to make it kind of family oriented, where they're you know they're showing them sitting on the couch together, and they're you know he's he's in the laundry room, or they're on a ski trip, or whatever. Like in this video, and I encourage everybody um, if you haven't seen it, don't <laughs> <laughs> um, do not go look at it. Don't give it any views. Just trust me, it's terrible. <laughs> um, it's complete nonsense. I yeah, I, I, Hollywood's got better. I've Reverso's got his paddle uh, up. 
isn't it called Masked Christmas, but yet none of them are wearing masks in the whole video? Uh, well, I was wondering that too, but then if, if you watch long enough, there's some masks with like mouths and yeah. then dancing on the tree. Because the tree has yeah. masks around it instead of garland. Look, the, the Jew. Oh, yeah. The, the Jew noticed that. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> 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 yeah, that uh, she's lonely because it's going to snow. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but uh, I was talking to some people today. And uh, w- one of my friend's mother-in-law, she had got the, the she had a brain aneurysm, a blood clot made it to her brain, fell out in the driveway, no prior complications, health issues, completely unexpected, and had had the vaccine within several weeks prior to that happening. And I was telling the story to someone else. They knew two people that basically the same thing, like blood clots. And like we saw with Project Veritas, even in uh, people as young as 15 years old are developing blood clots after getting the vaccine and or some of these boosters. And like we've talked about ad nauseum, if you had something that was worth having, you wouldn't, can you think of any product for this sustained duration that was pushed as hard as this right here at all ever? Like, and and take for an example, my little pony, anything like culturally that, that occurs like that, that children or, or uh, think about beats by Dre headphones like, people bought those for years, um, a high-quality headphone. I mean, they were trendy. I know I remember watching the UFC and sports figures are all wearing Beach by Dre. Um, any, anything and everything. Yeah, but they've got a good product, and they don't have to push it down your throat constantly. Exactly. And they never had to advertise to this degree. I, I don't remember seeing any, like, I don't remember seeing anything pushed to this degree ever in my lifetime. Which they keep constantly, too, moving the goalpost as to what it is that makes you fully vaccinated. So how many booster shots is it going to take to to make you fully vaccinated? And I've even heard uh, today that it was going to be something like seven, that and that it may be an annual thing. They want you to take it annually. But, I mean, honestly, why stop there? I mean – why annually? Let's just do a weekly one. <laughs> like, you know, like I mean, what's well, the I mean, point? In, in the name you know, of being you have safe. to take your monthly one in order to work, so well, or in order to 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 eat. So it was one of the things though too, as far as like quote unquote comedians. The Trevor Noah guy started to question: Why are we trusting the guy, the people that, that stand to make this? So like the the Pfizer CEO is talking about: Oh, we we we're going to need boosters, more boosters, more, 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 more. And so even this guy is starting to question: Like what? Why would we trust this person for our medical advice? And yeah, what, this guy that's got, I mean, they've, I forget how many billions of dollars I heard the figure earlier today, but it's, I mean, the, that, that these companies that are producing these boosters or producing the vaccines and boosters and whatnot, like these people are getting filthy rich. Absolutely. I mean, they're not doing it for free. They're not doing it because they, they enjoy helping people. They're doing it for government contracts so that they can line their pockets. Which it it, it amazes me still because some people that that I never expected to to get the vaccine, they get it, and so like being in the automotive industry, like the analogy that I that I kind of came up with today talking to, to someone was that if you're running a body shop and uh, I'm I come in with a badge, hey, I'm from the government, I lay out these products. This is what you're going to put on these cars now because I said so. It's it's for the earth. It's good for the earth. You're going to do it or we're going to put you out, like, or I'm going to put you out of business. Was there a warranty? Like, what happens if it fails? 
don't matter, do it. I said so, or you're, you know what I mean? Because that's essentially the same thing. Like you guys concocted this, you set it out here. You're going to take this, or you're going to lose your job. And people just complied with that. What? And out of fear, and dude, uh, uh, Americans don't live in fear, dude. And, and like to give Rex credit, because even like and and again to buy myself a little bit of leeway when they came out initially, like and because Trump was standing there, like oh, there's going to be potentially 2.2 million deaths if we don't slow the spread. And guess who else was there? Judas was there. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was real. Judas stood there alongside with the chart, you know, and he was kind of the head of, of slowing the spread. To the best of my recollection, that's how I remember it. But, dude, Americans ain't supposed to live in fear, dude. Like, that that was never... It, that's not... Fear didn't bring the United States of America to where it is now, and... Dude, they're they're just using this leverage point and this tactic of fear, and people are like, "Oh, well, I'm I'm overweight, or I smoke, I have COPD, so I I better get it, or or what, dude?" At this point, from what I've seen, me personally, and maybe I'll eat my words, I'd rather die of a virus than than take that crap, dude. Screw y'all, I, you're just not trustworthy. How is it that you would trust? Like, and that's the thing that people that got it early on. I just I felt like fear drove the early vaccinations. It, it has to be. Because people were clamoring for it. I remember like, oh, where are you going to get yours? I go, oh, you got one? Like people were jealous that other people got, well, where'd you get yours? I'm going to go there. And so to me, the smart money was always going to be, and it is with everything. It's like the first year model of a new car. Man, you, everybody that's in the car industry knows what. Yeah, you don't buy the first yeah. one that comes out. Exactly. Wait till next year. Exactly. See how it works out. And so now with the benefit of, of that time, looking back at it, um, and, and I think Reverso is one of those people that got the initial vaccine that most likely, if I'm judging properly, will not get a booster. Correct. Yeah, so, and but the whole thing is, like, now that I see what this is, now I would never, I mean, I'm sorry, I would never take it, dude. Like, you're, so in some countries, you're locking people up into camps, and oh my gosh, they escaped. So they're these... these vi- these weird normal people. Yeah, dude. That, like <laughs> they, they just don't want to be locked up in a chain link fence for some stupid nonsense that's arbitrary, idiotic, and not important to begin with. And yeah, we're locking up people that are healthy. Yes. And, I, it's and an, dude, all of it is a social experiment. All of it. Think about it. Think about the way they try to coerce you with CRT, the light, all all the stuff we talked about at the opening of the program, these race baiting issues and things like that. Everything's an experiment, and this is no different. So you're Literally and figuratively, you're you're experimenting on people, seeing how they'll react. I'm not taking your stupid freaking vaccine. You can kiss my hat, dude. Yeah, you say that Americans are not supposed to live in fear, and it's like Americans have not lived in fear before. And as Christians, we're not supposed to live in fear. And like on the dollar, it says it says in God we trust. And as a country today, it's it's turning back on God taking God out of schools and, and everything. It's, it's just um, running and fleeing from God. And, and that's, you can't have faith and fear. And it's like, that's, I mean, to me, it just seems like that's, that's what's happening. You know, you take God out of everything as what's happening right now. And it's just filled with fear. Yeah, absolutely. Which, and same thing, like you, just like we talked about, Juicy Smollier earlier, you have this false sense of importance, like the world's not going to rotate if you're not on it. And, I mean, honestly, and you get this, uh, just just that sense that that people think they're, it's, 
they're too important. They, I play too much. I play too important of a role. Like if, if I'm gone, like what, you know what? The earth's going to keep spinning. Like you're not that important. I'm not that important. And, and I realized that about myself, like things will go on if I'm not here now, would my family be better off if I was? Yeah, they, they will. And, and they'll miss me. But overall, am I doing some earth shattering stuff? No. <laughs> and most people are. Well, outside of our I, podcast. Yeah. Global. Outside of this, of course. Primetime 360. But as getting back to you talking about your, like being a social experiment, and I saw a meme um, the other day, and everybody knows that all good memes come from the right because the left can't meme. And it, and it basically, it's just in a big circle, um, and it's got arrows pointing to these different, uh, to these different stages of what is now become our life. And it's just, it goes from new variant to surging cases, to lockdowns and further restrictions, to vaccine and or another booster, to slight reopen, back to new variant, yep. and and the cycle continues. And that's what we're seeing. That's what they're seeing over in Europe. Um, and what we talked about last week, I believe in Germany and in Australia, like that's that's what they're seeing. They'll they'll lift their foot off your neck just for a second, and you know what? Oh, it's Omicron now. So yeah, the moronic variant. Yes, the moronic variant. So, yeah, I mean, we got to lock you guys back down. There's surging cases, even if there's not. I mean, you got the the talking heads on TV that'll tell you pretty much anything just to secure the narrative. Which to round out what I was going to say a minute ago is, that, and I've talked about on the show before, uh, Rex from the very beginning was indignant and combative uh, you know, like about the whole coronavirus so that he was not going to catch it. And and, and again, like we're, we've known each other a long time and I was still like, I don't know. Like, and it didn't take me long to, to, to join in like, and to realize like we were being duped. And so, and like I, and I talked about it before, one of my coworkers, man, he, uh, he was he was walking around like he got a new tattoo showing off his band aid when I got my vaccine, and uh, and so uh, and I will say to him just you know razzing him that that coronavirus is fake and like because it pisses him off, <laughs> and so um, and it's not that I think it's fake, but dude, I'm gonna continue living the way I've always lived. I'm not wearing your stupid mask. I'm not getting your dumb vaccine. I'm gonna come in here like and one of the important things to remember is colds still exist. I had one, you had one, I think you had it. I don't think you had, like, it's going around. Like, my wife got it after I had it. Everybody's getting a, a cold. Like, the funk is running around. None of it's, it's not coronavirus. You're not going to kill over and die. People's behavior has changed. So, dude, like, if you're in public and somebody coughs, what happens? Everybody looks at them. Yeah. Kind of the way they've been looking at Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Which, initially, that's what it was, is, like, the symptom was, oh, if somebody's got a cough, and... Then it was like, well, if somebody looks a little funny yeah. or they got a little snotty nose or if they, I mean, dude, the symptoms could be anything. Sure. Somebody's got some uh, stomach pain. Like, <laughs> what all does this coronavirus do? Because it sounds like it does everything. You can't smell. You can't hear. You can't get aroused. You can't poop. Like, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? If you have any of them, these symptoms. Were your movements irregular when you had? It. No, wait. You didn't have it. No, you I just got the vaccine. Yeah. You had it. Yeah, I had it. Your movements were regular. <laughs> I'm just trying. I to, lost all my hair. Just trying. <laughs> just trying to check the symptoms. You know what I mean? So not nothing perverted. But no, I mean the 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 key thing is is that what are you supposed to every time? And that's what I said to him. You're going to do this every single time. It could be unlimited amounts of variance. Was my argument then a year ago to him? What when does it stop? 
So we just continually do this stop and go, stop. The, and you don't think there's an ulterior motive. There's not something else going on. Stop, start, stop, start with the survival rate being what it is. You're, is the general consensus not above 99% survival rate? Yes. So, and why are we doing this again? And so, and, and one of the things now, and let's not forget how it started out. I mean, we were all, you know, wash your hands, mm-hmm. you know, still like, well, you know, wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Always going to be a simple thing. Yeah. yeah. And then it was wear a mask and stay six feet. Well, first it was not wear a mask. Yeah. Not, yeah. Initially, yeah, it was, it was not wear a mask and then wear then, a mask and then it, stay six feet and then 15 days to slow the spread and then wear two masks mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and then it's complete, we're, we're in complete lockdown and then it's vaccine and then it's, you know, two doses of vaccine and booster shots. Like, so all of this has happened. I mean, heroes, not heroes as yeah. well. You know? yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Unlock the, you get the keys to the city, you get the vaccine, you're a champion, then you're a hero. But all of this has happened over the course of a year. Yes. So if you would have talked to me in 2019 and then ask, Hey, do you think that's possible? Uh, absolutely not. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, who knows what they're doing? And, and I'm, I'm, same as you, like this, where does it end? Well, and, and the answer is it doesn't. At the surface level, this is obviously one of the most basic reasons behind it is to manipulate the elections. And so they can, they can change, they can arbit- easily arbitrarily and, and um, illegally, in my opinion, change election law like they did in 2020. And because the, the outlook is so, for Democrats leading up to 2022 is so abysmal, um, and, and make no mistake, I, I would rather, I suppose I would rather Republicans win, but I would like Republicans like the ones that we talk about with regularity, uh, Bo Baird, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Gomer, um, Nunes, who's actually leaving Congress to go work for Trump's media company on a side note. But just because the Republicans take back the majority doesn't just overjoy me with glee because you you – you have to move in the direction that Donald Trump was taking the country. So I think that there's a, sometimes a disconnect and a misconception that it's like, you know, people have this fandom for Donald Trump, because the, the character and the man, when it's the majority of it is steeped in that policy and the personality is secondary, whereas the left tries to make the personality of utmost important and the policy secondary because there was not a whole lot on the policy they could, they could tear down because it was all sound. Hence the reason even his tariffs that they universally trashed are still in place and they'll probably undo them because they're good for us and bad for China. And we all know who uh, the big guy is beholden to. So I look for those to be systematically removed over time. That was pretty well said, though, as far as, and I hadn't heard it said that way with Trump, like his his personality versus his policy. And that, that you're absolutely right, because that's the way the media w- wants to portray it, is that everybody on the right o- only follows Trump because of his personality and not his policy. And, you, and, and that's completely true. You can't. I mean, you can't knock the guy's policy. And that's what, but that's one of the, the what I'm always talking about, how uh, a tactic which they use to alienate and make you feel guilty for, because they, they try to, and that's why I was saying what I was saying about Mike Pence and how he was referring to quote unquote, you know, insurrection, the rioting and stuff like that. You, you can never allow power controllers to frame the argument. We're all involved in this. We're the ones that foot the bill. Like I was saying, we don't need you. We still go to work. 
even from the most local, the, the local governance, law enforcement, this all takes care of itself. We don't need you. We don't need your idiotic ideas. We don't need you sitting up there 270 whatever days out of the year. We don't need you up there, quote unquote, working yeah. to the extent that you do. You, The way it was originally designed, that you would go up there several times a year, be in session, come back and work amongst the population of which you live. That doesn't happen. So we don't need you. But do, So therefore, why would I allow you to frame the argument and try to dictate in mass what I am, what I believe? And that's what they've done. They've done it with Christianity. They've done it with people that are pro-life. They've done it with people that are conservative. They've done it with people that vote Republican. And again, these are what they're doing right now on the race issues is, is the exact same thing. Just like, wait, till we talked about the opening of the show. You guys try to frame it as every, every one of these fake, hate quote-unquote, hate crimes. Hate crime only really works one way. There can only There's only certain people that are able to be the perpetrators of a hate crime, and only people, certain people and demographics and, and sexual preferences that are allowed to be the victim of a hate crime. And so that's just one more semblance of how they frame things, label people, compartmentalize people, box them in, and stick them over here in a quote-unquote basket of deplorables. And that's what they've tried to do. And they they successfully have done that to a large degree, to the people that aren't paying attention, never allow that. Like, because I've heard so many times, like, well, I, I like Trump, but he should stop tweeting. That was, a, again, that was a construct of the establishment rhinos, the, the establishment governance. There's nothing, like, and I've said this on the show before, so bear with me, but that was a tool of which he used to circumvent the, their ability to do what I'm describing. Therefore, they hated it. They turn around and make the people that voted for him hate what he's doing. I, I couldn't care less if that guy seemed, if he comes off abrasive and bombastic, couldn't care less. I, in fact, I would go the other direction. I'm an absolute fan of that behavior because you people are, there's no decorum amongst you rats. Look at Mike Pence. Look what you like. You, and you can try to remain stately and speak the way you do and quote Bible verses, but you're still the same old sack of crap you've always been. Like you, Again, you're like an actor. That's a shtick. You're, what you did is what you will forever from here forward be remembered as. Everybody historically and otherwise, they're going to remember you for what you did. Don't let them reframe and repackage what he did. No. That's and it's kind of my point of the story. Don't let them dictate what he is. We know what he is. Don't let them try to change the narrative. The narrative is what the people know. That's what it should be. Yeah. I'm rambling. Which but. The, whole, the whole premise behind the left trying to claim and – claim the moral high ground on on any argument is completely ridiculous. Right. If if you'll if 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 you'll wholesale slaughter babies, there there's nothing you won't do. Sing along with the common people. Sing along and it might just get you through.